Hi, we're on episode four. I'm kind of excited about this little podcast. I've been having so much fun recording it and figuring out exactly what I want to say. And I hope that you have had as much fun listening along as I figure it out episode by episode. I just was sitting here trying to figure out exactly what I wanted today's episode to be about. And my initial thought was it was going to be about journaling and prayer, two things that I bring into my stillness practice every day. And as I sat here and took a couple of deep breaths and said a little prayer before I hit record, the word prayer was the dominant theme that just rose to the top. And so I'm going to talk about prayer today and I'll probably talk about journaling in another episode this week just so I can get them in back to back because they really do go hand in hand. And so the first question I want to ask you is, do you pray? What is your relationship with prayer? It's an interesting topic to me um, because I have varied experience. Um, And so I'll give you a little bit about my background, but then I just really want to talk to you about what prayer has become in my life. And I hope that you will find it helpful for you as you navigate your own quiet time and stillness practice. When I first started To pray the way that I pray now, it felt awkward and disjointed, and I wasn't quite sure what to say. But before that, my background with prayer, I grew up in church. I grew up in an incredibly loving church environment that felt like an extension of my family. We were there at least three times a week. It was a family affair. We had, we were involved. We were there, of course, on Sunday morning. We were sometimes there on Sunday evening. I was involved in Pioneer Girls, if you know what that is, uh, which is kind of like Girl Scouts for church. Um, I was in plays. I was on the church softball team. My mom worked in the office. Like we were just It was just a part of our lives. And to be honest, growing up, I loved being in that environment. I loved having what felt like a large extended family. And the way I saw church was just from this innocent place of teach me I'm a sponge. I'm soaking in everything that you're saying. I knew God was watching over us. I knew that I could pray to him whenever I wanted. But it's interesting when you're young, sort of how you're taught to pray And so I really kind of just developed my own ideas about what prayer was and what it wasn't. You know, prayer was for the sick, prayer was for the lost, 
Prayer was for the recovering. Prayer was for others. Prayer was typically others focused, which is fantastic. But somewhere along the way, it's like I linked up that prayer for others is what prayer is. Prayer for yourself is selfish. What I know now is that's not the case. And I also know now that I didn't know then that prayer doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to have a proper beginning and a specific middle and a proper end. It can just be a conversation. And I didn't really learn that until I was 28. I was sort of lost in my life and wondering how in the world I got to where I was, thinking that I'd been making solid decisions in my life, but feeling very out of sorts. And quite honestly, at the time I was like, I mean, maybe I'm not fixable. Maybe this is just what life is. And like, nobody told me that. Nobody wanted to spill the beans that being a grown up is hard and you might feel lost most of the time. And so I sought the help of a counselor and I, I feel like I got the very best one. That was way back in 2004. And when I first went to him, I kind of remember fumbling around saying things like, well, I don't know, I might be broken. You might not be able to fix me, but um, here's all here's all that's happening. I don't know what I want. I know it's not this. I don't know what I want my life to look like, but certainly there must be something else besides what I'm living. And, you know, he so patiently guided me through that first session, assuring me I wasn't crazy, asking really good questions that were thoughtful and dug deep to the core of who I was. And I'll never forget two things from that first session. One, when I got up to leave, he said, can I pray for you? And me being naive said, sure, I'd seen this dozens of times where someone would, you know, put their hand on your shoulder and be like, I'll pray for you. I'm praying for you. And then they would walk away. And so that was what I was expecting. He said, can I pray for you? And I said, sure. And then he stopped what he was doing and he prayed for me right then. And I don't remember a single word he said because I was sobbing. I'd never had that kind of prayer said for me, with me, and over me. I'd never felt so seen and vulnerable all at the same time. And I remember thinking, what have I gotten myself into? But I felt relief when I walked out of that office. And that one emotion, that one feeling of relief made me wanna go back. And he gave me an assignment right before I left. So this is the second part to that. He said, I want you to go home and I want you to pray. Do you pray? I said, yeah, I pray every night. I say my prayers, but if I'm being really honest, most of the time it's like, 
you know, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. And also, oh shoot, I forgot to pick up my dry cleaning. And oh, I got to remember to set my alarm early for tomorrow because I said I was going to have coffee with so-and-so. Like, it was distracted prayer because I was trying to do the right thing. I was trying to recite the things that I knew to recite to be grateful. And he said, okay. And all of this, of course, was in my head. And he said, okay, if you're praying in your head and you're, and you're getting lost in your thoughts and feeling distracted, I want you to pray out loud. And I, I remember thinking, I'm sorry, you want me to do what? I live alone um, in an apartment and the walls are thin. Like, I really don't think that's a good idea. And I remember he just got this little smile on his face and he was like, yeah, it, it might be uncomfortable, but I just want you to try it. And so I thought, okay, fine, fine, I'll try it. Thinking to myself, I will not try it. But later that night, something in me was like, okay, well, you said you would, so you probably should try. And I remember sitting on the end of my bed and I just took a deep breath and I was like, hey, God, uh, it's me, but you probably already know that. So what should we talk about and everything else just sort of came out after that i didn't have to think about what to say next i didn't get distracted or think about my dry cleaning i just talked out loud and somehow i just knew that God was right there in that space with me. And so it went from being extremely awkward and nerve wracking to being probably the most comfortable I've felt, not only in my home, but in my own skin in that moment. And I just thought, all right, there's something to this. And now I don't always pray out loud. I use my journal. My journal is my prayer. I'm writing my prayers to God every day. And he is right there with me as I write. The funny thing is sometimes I sit down and I think, I don't even know what to pray for. But then if I sit there for a minute and take a deep breath and just let my pen hit the paper, the thing I most need to say, and sometimes the thing I most need to hear back from God is right there as soon as I start writing. So I don't know if prayer is a part of your daily life, if you have a prayer practice that you already are committed to, if you talk to God while you're in your car or when you're on a walk or never, I would just like to invite you into having an outlawed conversation with him if you've never tried it. And if that's too scary, grab a notebook and a pen and write whatever's on your heart even if you're not sure exactly what you want to say. I have found the most peace and the most comfort and the most 
um, really cool conversation. Praying to God in that way. Listening for his voice to echo back what I most need to hear. I would love it if you if you have a prayer practice or if you try this for yourself, I would love to know about it. So send me a note. Let me know how it goes. Or let me know how I can encourage you. Or if you have more questions, I'm here. And so is God. And I think that's the most important part because he's there always. And when you show up, so does he every single time. <laughs>